welcome to the show. You know where you are, nine at nine with me, Tigo. And as always, I bring great experts that has all kinds of really cool information. And this particular expert, I give him a hard time, but he really is friend, family, and a true expert on the business of music. Today, Greg Coakley's in the house. Hey, Greg, are you out there? Yep, I'm here. What's going on? What's going on with you, man? I mean, we got nine minutes for you to tell me how to fix the music industry for everybody. Go. Go back to using instruments. No, really. I mean, come on. You know, we went through COVID. We're still in it. For people that are watching this in 2035, we're still in it. And a lot of industries got hit really hard during COVID. But the entertainment industry, the music industry, seems to have gotten hard, hit the hardest, correct? Yes. Yes. Why is that? I mean, the minds that are driving Ubers. <laughs> okay, not that bad. But why is it? Why is it that, you know, in this day and age when people are listening to music in their headphones and they're on their phones, on their computers, I mean, we got little things in our living rooms and we can say, play this song, do that. Why does COVID stop them from being able to literally survive in this industry? Well, the short answer is it depends on who you're talking about. If you're a okay. record label, uh, you are doing great. If you're a streaming company, you're doing phenomenal. If you actually created the music or perform it, you are in trouble. And that's because most of these artists don't own their music. Now, you look at younger artists now, these young artists that are out there, they're, you know, YouTube phenoms, they're TikToking, they're doing all this kind of stuff. They seem to be doing okay. Some of them seem to be thriving quite well. But then you look at legends, and it seems like they are really hurting because their system that they use for decades doesn't even exist anymore. Is it going to come back? Never. It won't. How can it come back? We now live in the digital era, and we're not going back. We would probably have to get hit by a meteor for us to go back. Okay, let's not put that out there. We don't even want to say that. Let's not put that out there. So how do they survive now? How do they shift? What it's do they do? What are they missing? Like with everything else, it's adapting to the new world, ad adapting to the digital world, adapting to technology. Most of the artists that, that you're referring to these legends, they came up in a whole other world. Yeah. Things were analog and you were able to touch it, feel it look at it, you know, do all kinds of things with it. Nowadays, everything's digital. And if you've spent the majority of your career living in an analog world, it's just very difficult to adjust. Okay. So consequently, they're paying the cost. But now concert halls are opening again. You know, venues are opening again. Won't they just go back on tour like they used to? Well, what you have to realize is, yes, they will. They will. There's still limitations from COVID, and they're, they're bouncing depending on where you go. Uh, a lot of limitations are still overseas. People can't, people from America can't tour overseas. And then when you're talking about touring here in the U.S., um, I don't know who's really crazy about getting on a tour bus with 12 people, vaccinated or not. Yeah, there is that. There is that. So let's talk about, you know, I know there are new artists out there and with all the new technology, you can have a whole band in your in your guest bedroom and create. I'm not going to say it's good music, but you can create some kind of music. If you are someone that's watching that would love to get started in this business, 
has even the start of your career changed because of COVID? Yeah, you, you stand a better chance if you if you remain in control of your music, if you remain in control of your career. And bear in mind that you live in a digital world now and nothing analog is going to work. I mean, there's a, what COVID did for the music industry that I think was phenomenal is it actually proved a theory that you can stream concerts and make money. Mm. A lot of the older artists still don't understand that, but these, these kids are doing it. Mm -hmm. So how do you get the older artists to understand it? Because I think my personal opinion, if they don't, they really are going to be lost. They're, you're going to look back and say, what happened to so-and-so? Oh, remember so-and-so? How do we get them to see that they're going to have to make that move? Um, to be honest with you, I don't have an answer to that. Um, I have a lot of friends. I grew up, I, I cut my teeth. I worked for 30 years with a lot of these older artists. And um, it's just difficult. It's difficult for someone that grew up in an era where, number one, the record label did everything for you, even though they were ripping you off. They did everything for you. Uh, you had promoters. You had you had agents. Everybody was handling that. And basically, all they wanted you to do, do is show up and perform. Now there's no such thing. You show up and perform, you're sitting in an empty house. Yeah, because I'm not buying tickets. And you know, I love, I drove you nuts. Hey, so-and-so's coming to town. I, I'm not going. I, I just don't feel like it's safe. I'm not personally going. I'll watch them. I'll pay for tickets for a virtual concert like you're speaking of. But me going into a, you know, 1,000-seater, 10,000-seater and sit there. Yeah, that's not something I see I'm going to be doing anytime soon. Um, with all of that stated and with the technology that we're on right now, you know, are they streaming even just words? Are they doing podcasts? Are they expressing themselves in some other manner so they can stay connected with their audience? You know, you say they, and I, I have to accept they as the majority. And the majority of these artists aren't doing it because they don't understand. They truly believe that they lose something when they stream. Um, the other the other aspect of that is a lot of them don't understand the whole technology. So consequently, you'll see Instagram lives, you'll see Facebook lives, you'll see YouTube, and they're really poor quality, which is going to chase the audience away. Mm -hmm. But a lot of these older artists don't understand. They think that if they go and they do a full production streaming show, it's going to take away from their future income. When the truth is, it's actually the reverse. You know, our, our producer just threw up the two-minute warning, but I got to ask you about vinyl, man. Everybody's talking about how vinyl's coming back. They're selling them. People are paying 40 and $50 for an album. What do you think about that? Is it going to stick around, or is this just a trend that happened because of COVID and it'll go away again? No, vinyl was actually ticking up before COVID, but it is a trend. A lot of these kids, I have grandkids. I have a grandkid that if you put him in front of a turntable, he'll think it's something you're going to serve food on. <laughs> You know. <laughs> yeah, my grandkids think that the hole in the in the forty fives is the it's broken. We, we won't get into yeah, that. Yeah, they just um, don't. <laughs> just like these older artists don't understand technology, these kids don't understand the older the older music. So it's a great trend, and I'm glad it's happening. Unfortunately, once again, the artists are the ones that are losing because this vinyl, the majority of it is going to the label. The majority yeah. is. It's going to everybody else except for the artists. 
And we don't yeah. have enough time, but I would actually get into some of these companies now that are actually buying up catalogs like it's the stock market. And these people own so much of these old artists' music that when you do buy vinyl, yep, yep, yes, yes, selling it to you're buying it from this company, not from the artist. Well, I mean, you're one of our experts, and that's what's great about what we're doing now is because people are asking for more, for more, for more, but they don't want to sit down and do a half hour interview. So we're doing nine minute interviews. So I thank you for coming on now because now they're going to get to see you once a month. And we've had your web address going by greatcoakley.com so people can reach out to you if they're in the music industry or they're just a little confused. So maybe we can talk about, you know, the catalogs and all of that in the next episode that we do with you. But I wanted to thank you for coming on now. And for everybody out there, you know, if you want to know more about the music industry, you want to hit this guy up and go check out greatcoakley.com. I thank you, brother. You taught me so much about this industry. It's crazy. Then Alan cuts this off. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you'll watch next time. And like I said, Greg Copeland will be on once a month, so make sure you check him out. And as always, I'm Tigo, and I'll talk to you next time. Really, Alan? Really?